Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a mom of three kids, ages two, five, and seven, and I live in Southern California. And I'm Megan. I am the mom of five kids, ages six through 17, and I live in Michigan. This is the Mom Hour, part of the Life Listened Network. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 55 of the Mom Hour. I'm Megan Francis, here as always with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah. Megan, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about saving money uh, at the grocery store and and other kinds of shopping. Um, I want to make it clear we're not really going to be delving too deeply into family budgets and overall financial planning. Um, We do plan on having an expert on to talk about that soon. But as Sarah and I have said many times, we are not experts in anything. <laughs> in case you don't know that. About in anything, next. literally nothing. So when it comes to something, you know, more broad and, and more important, like how to save for college and stuff like that, we just thought, eh, maybe we should have someone with some actual cred come on. So that'll be part of our <laughs> bonus um, interview series, which I hope that you're all liking. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. No, I, this is just going to be us like chatting about, um, you know, where we shop and how we shop and how we keep an eye on cost of groceries and household expenses. I'm thinking like your targets and your Amazons and your regular grocery shopping. Um, I do want to mention that we've done an episode on meal planning and grocery shopping that this, I think will dovetail nicely. That was more about how we think about, um, planning food for the week and where we shop. This is uh, more from the angle of keeping an eye on the overall grocery and household budget. So yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Again, we're from different parts of the country. We have families of different ages are, you know, priorities in terms of how we're shopping and saving money are probably pretty different. So it's going to be a fun discussion. Absolutely. Um, I want to just kick off with a question. Yeah. Where do you shop? (laughs) You already answered this for me once, but I forgot. I shop. (laughs) I want to give you, okay, I'll give you the short answer. I shop primarily at Trader Joe's for groceries. I do Costco about every three to four weeks for some staples that fill in the grocery stuff. I don't actually buy 
a lot at Costco that you typically think of. Like I don't buy patio furniture and like the big things, but I have a few grocery staples that I buy at Costco, but I try to only go about once every three to four weeks. Um, and then I fill in sometimes with a big box, big box grocery store. We have Vons out here is like part of the Safeway line. Um, we also have Ralph's, which is part of Albertsons and we have a couple more, but I prefer Vons, California people. Um, but Trader Joe's is my every week regular grocery shop with fill-ins through Costco and Vons. How about so you? I don't have any of those things. I know. Isn't that None of them. Um, we have now, as I've said on the show many times that we live in a bit of a retail desert. It's a kind of a rural area. Plus we're in the Midwest. So we have different stores available. So we have our regular, what I would call the regular grocery store is called Martin's. It's nice to shop. It's got a pleasant shopping experience, but it tends to be pretty expensive. Um, unless you're like a master couponer or something, which I definitely am not. We have a store called Meyer which is more like a big box store that also has a grocery component. Um, okay. It is like, you can do pretty well there. You could really save a lot, especially if you use their perks program. Like, and I don't know if any of your stores have that, but where you can kind of, there's like an online, it's called M perks and you can okay. go, they have like a, like it keeps like a running tab of the, the, um, what you're spending. And then if you spend okay. a certain amount on like say meat, you get, milk for free or like what you know there's okay. like all these little deals you get ten dollars off if you spend x amount on cheese or whatever okay if you watch that carefully you can do really well with it my problem is both Meyer our uh, stores in my area are about 15 to 20 minutes away and as i've shared living in a small town has made me very right. spoiled about how the distance i'm willing to go <laughs> for right. most stuff. Right. And so that has to be like a part of my day that I work in ahead of time. It can't just right. be like, oh, I'm going to run to the store. We also have, so, so I don't go there as much as I could. We also have an Aldi, um, which I know you didn't have, and you're just moving to Southern California now. They, they are. Yeah. I don't have one near to go to, but I don't think it'll be long because their um, Southern California explosion is happening. So, yes. and, and there are some even in Orange County, so it yeah. won't be long. And I'm very curious. I'm Aldi curious. We should link to some of the posts I've written about Aldi in the past because if you, I am, I should be more, um, less sporadic about using Aldi because when I use it regularly, I save tons of money, but sometimes I just put it off. It's kind of like the poor man's Trader Joe. I mean, it's just, it's cheap. It's like really, and they're, they're not actually the same company in America. They are from the same parent company in Germany, I think. Right. Um, yes, they, they do have the same parent company. Yeah, but it's very different shopping experience. Like when you, you don't go to Aldi for to check out, you know, new sauces and things. I will say that's all changing. Like now they've really upped their game. Like their deli section has great stuff in it. They've got interesting cheeses and sauces. They have a whole gluten-free line. Um, they have a bunch of organics now. So... They're definitely moving more in that direction, but for a long time, it was truly like a bare bones discount grocery store. However, you can get great deals there. And so I've been, I've been trying to incorporate that more and more. Um, and then we have a little grocery store called Harding's, which is kind of like our, it's kind of like the, the ghetto grocery store. I don't know if your town has one of those. It's like, yeah, last chance grocery, right. you know, I need, I got to have milk right now. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like our big box grocery stores, it depends on the location of each one. The Ralph's, which is part of an Albertsons. I mean, it's a very fine big box grocery store, but ours is a little bit, I don't know. It just feels not very nice. Whereas you could be in a, a, a go to another one. So I don't know if they're individually like how that works. Um, right. But yes, I know what you mean. There's always the one where you're just going to run there because it's close and you have yeah. to. And it gives well, you a yucky. 
yucky and I did, feeling. A yucky feeling inside. And I, I mean, everyone there is very friendly, and I've I've done right. fine there with like bread and milk and stuff. But this is kind of funny. Speaking of saving money, a couple months ago, John um, went there to get milk and bread, and then it was like I, I wasn't really paying attention. But an hour and a half later, he's still not home. So I, I texted him and I said, "Is everything okay?" He's like, I'm sorry. I just walked into a buy two, get three free situation here. <laughs> so every now and then the store Hardings will have like buy two, get three free. And it's usually stuff, honestly, like prepared meats, like pork tenderloin that comes pre-marinated okay. and like brats and hot dogs right. and stuff like that and bacon. Um, so stuff that we eat, but not like all the time. But John just went crazy. I mean, he filled an entire cart. And then the funny thing is now, now our freezer is absolutely stuffed with broths, right. pork tenderloins, bacon, which we are slowly going through. Yeah. It didn't leave a lot of room for other things that I might you need. <laughs> need to have in the freezer, but it's okay. We don't use a lot of frozen food to begin with. So even those little crappy stores can sometimes surprise you with yeah. your deals, but you can't rely on them too much. Right. And I think going in, going in like open to the idea of picking up those deals when they come up, but yeah. not, uh, but, not yeah. relying on it. Yeah, for your Not, everyday the, the two yeah. the buy two get three free situation yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just wandered into yeah megan the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor factor Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options including popular choices like calorie smart protein plus and keto Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code MOMHOUR5050 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product, Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from our place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. 
Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Um, we also, you know, we have farmers markets and things. I like that for the experience. I don't necessarily find that I get great deals, though. No, How is that I agree. for you in, in Southern California? No, it's not. Farmers markets here are, in general, expensive. Yeah. And again, we do it for the experience. Brian loves to cook and he loves to cook with fresh like produce. So for him, it's yeah. an indulgence uh, like to go and get heirloom tomatoes and make salsa or something. Um, right. But yeah, I think I think there could be a few produce categories, the things that are truly local and abundant. But, you know, I don't know. Strawberries are local and abundant here. And I feel like strawberries are still expensive. So, yeah. Um, I guess I was going to say as a general note that one thing I feel like I've gotten better at over the years is just knowing mentally what the baseline price point is on the, on the things that I like to buy for my family. And I'll use strawberries as an example. It's all three of my kids love them. They're good for you. Um, and I like to have them in the house all the time, although during the winter, it's not as easy. And I also, I try to buy organic produce when I can. For me, it's, it's less about thinking a little bit of pesticides is going to kill us and more about kind of voting with my dollars, like trying to just be someone who shops organic when I can. That's just me. Anyway, strawberries and organic strawberries go in huge swings of price, oh, yeah. at least at least here. Um, and also you can sometimes find organic strawberries that look terrible. Like they're literally yes. white down to the, yes. so it, to me, it's like, I picture it like, you know, I'm trying to picture like a graphic representation of this, like a Venn diagram or something where the price point, the quality, um, and the organic, non-organic kind of come together where, where I'm going to make a decision that where that price point makes sense for me. So, um, I think, I don't know if there's a way to get better at that over time, but just, I'm not, I don't write it down and I don't have like a set number, but I'm not going to buy organic strawberries that don't look great and are six ninety nine for a small thing. Um, as soon as they start to come down this time of year and they start to look good, I'd much rather pay a dollar more for organic than not. So I don't know. Yeah. Do you have like, do you kind of have like a mental, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like meter that kind of tells you when like, no, that's not worth my extra dollar. On, that's not on worth certain it. items. Yeah. And I will say like, I think that's one of the benefits and I've gotten really bad about this lately. Um, you know, with the play that I was in and my work has gotten really, has really gotten really busy and John's has actually slowed down a bit. So he's done more of the grocery shopping and that's been great. Except the problem is it's, it's like a language that you learn. And I feel like when you're mm -hmm. in it and you're the mm -hmm. one doing, and especially when you're in a routine, whether that routine is, you know, every other week you go to a different store or you go to the same place every week or you go every other day or whatever it is. When you're in that routine, I feel like you notice those fluctuations more. Yes. And yes. now when I walk into a store, it's like, I feel like sometimes it's the first time I've been to the store in yeah. years. I'm walking in like, whoa, look at all this stuff. And I, I'm starting to, it hasn't been that long, honestly, since I was doing most of it myself, but it's. I'm already starting to kind of lose a little bit of that grip on what yeah. the prices should look like for certain right. things, unless right. it's something I'm buying like all the time. Right. So like milk, I'm not going to forget. And that actually is one reason I like like a place like Aldi because they guarantee the lowest price on pretty mm -hmm. much all their stuff. So I know it, I'm not, I have to think about it so hard. Right. Um, stuff like produce, I will just when something is super in season, because we don't get things in season here during the winter. Right. I think the only thing right. you can really get in season is like kale into the winter and a couple other really hearty greens, but really mostly it is a June, late June to like mid October season, mm -hmm. growing season here. 
And so when things are really in season, it's obvious. I mean, the the local yeah. grocery store will be overflowing with mm-hmm. stuff from local farms. You don't even have to go to the farmer's market because right. they're selling right to the grocery store. And it's it's cheap. And everything looks fantastic. And so I'll just let the kids gorge. If that means they eat right. like strawberry, like pints and pints of strawberries yeah. for a month, I don't care. Because they're not really yeah. going to get good strawberries again yeah. for a while. Um, another thing that I do... As, and I like the experience of shopping at the farmer's market, like you said, but I do find the prices tend to be a little jacked up. Um, yeah. I like to go to roadside stands. And I don't know how mm. how common those are where you are, but there's a yeah, few. They're, yeah, they're all strawberries. <laughs> like oh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah, we have a few that are pretty diverse. They have a lot of different things. And you can just go and, you know, you kind of eyeball it and see what looks like it's a good deal. And then you just get that thing, you know. Peaches yeah. are coming soon. Actually, they, right. peaches might be happening like now or very soon. Right. Um, where there'll be, I don't even really like peaches, but I can find a way to use peaches if yeah. there's a million of them. And so that's one thing that we do. We did do a CSA for a while. So community mm-hmm. supported agriculture. And I'll just explain that really quick. If people aren't familiar, it's like you buy a share, mm-hmm. um, of a farm. So, you know, you're basically, you're kind of taking a gamble with the, sh- the farmer. And I like that uh-huh. idea, but if the growing season goes well, you come out way ahead. Like when I was doing it, I think it was $20 a week for a half share, which was way, which was plenty for our family. Right. And you would get a big box full of stuff. Now, the downside is we got a lot of stuff that I had no idea what to do with, like kohlrabi. We got mm-hmm. kohlrabi for weeks. And then once I did figure out what to do with it, realized, like, I just really didn't care for it. And it's big and heavy and takes up a lot of room. Yeah. So that, that was kind of an adventure, but I couldn't count on it to fill in all of the produce needs because – you know, one week maybe you'd get right. berries and a couple handfuls of greens and not much else. But I did like it for supplementing, and I liked the uh-huh. idea of, of supporting the farmer. And if you make a plan to use everything, it's a great deal. Right, right. But you have to do that or else right. it's not a good deal. Yeah. So I don't know. Have you done that? Have you done the um, we, say? No, we have not. We we do have um, what's called a Growers Direct market, which is different than a farmer's market. I don't know if you guys have, so it's like, it's just a produce market. Does that make sense? And so it is brought in. Um, and I know we have one here and I think there was one growing up in Santa Barbara. Um, and the prices on that produce are really, really good and they are seasonal and mostly local. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have not, Brian would love to do a CSA. Um, and we, we have talked about it, but I have probably mentioned this, but I have like kind of an extreme aversion to waste. Like I'd rather not get something if I think I'm not going to use it, which makes yeah. me pretty economical, but it is something t- sometimes ridiculous. Um, and so I think that's one of the things that I've just like had that fear, like you just said, of spending money and then not using it um, just based on yeah. the way we eat. But The times um, that I used it also, Jen and I were getting together to do canning a lot. And so we made like a whole summer out of like we basically – arranged our weekends around canning and so we were both doing the csa so we were like kind of working together to make sure yeah, stuff got and used then yeah. it was fun but it really wasn't we we're not gonna do that every summer you know it just right. it was fun that one right. year or two years i guess that we did it um and now i would have to be maybe even share with another family or come right. up with and, and i'm not like in the summer and this is another thing i realized i'm not the most creative cook in the summer we've talked about this right. like right summer right. for me cooking is john get out the grill Mm-hmm. And do something on it, and I'll make a side. Like that's right. really kind of the way that we tend to split up the division of labor right. and the food. So it's it's a bad time of year for me to require too much creativity of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, you I you that. probably have more you have more year round stuff than we I do, do have pretty it. good year round in terms of produce and also just like responding to seasons. Like we can go out and grill. 
anytime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so one of the places I think we've gotten better about saving money is with these stores like Costco, like a warehouse store and uh, not running out of household staples. So what I'll do is I'll kind of notice when we're low on something that we usually get at Costco. Um, and as soon as we're low on whatever it is, I'll start a Costco list. And even if we're not all the way out of some of those staples, it's still worth it to me. Th these are like things that we're going to go through and that aren't going to go bad anyway um, to kind of restock on those items. Because I think what happens is when you run all the way out of something, whether it's peanut butter or toilet paper or eggs or whatever, you're then running out to like the quickest convenient place, which isn't maybe where you are going to save the most money or where you're going to get the brand that you really want. So, um, I think just over time we've gotten better about not, not getting to the point where we're making last minute convenient runs. And that allows us to go to the place where we're saving the most money for that item. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I, that's something that I've noticed, um, you know, just like with, with anything we've talked so many times about the different personalities, but there's a big picture and then there's the details. And since John's been doing more of the grocery shopping, he's great at, he's great at like picking out the best price per ounce, which is not even frankly something I look at half the time right. because I'm more like, will we use all the ounces? I don't really care yes. how much we spend per ounce. Um, but I'm more thinking about things like, is there always butter in the fridge? Is there always mm -hmm. milk? And so he is way more like hyper-focused when he's shopping on like what he's purchasing and like getting the best deal and like, and that can be great. But then kind of the big picture is getting lost right. a little bit and like, the kids are wandering there's no around bread. like, why yeah. is there no bread? And, and everyone, I, Jacob said to me the other day, he's like, mom, I just never really realized, but when you did the shopping, you, you never let us run out of bread. Like, my niece one time said that she felt very bread secure when she lived with us. She lived with us for like a year. She's like, I always feel so bread secure here, which I thought was hilarious. But That is the best label ever. <laughs> I hope yes. my kids grow up to feel bread secure. And it's, you know, it's a learning curve. I'm not knocking him at all because he does a great job with other things. For example, um, his CVS addiction, oh, yes. which I think we Please. talked about in a previous episode. We did, a we did bit. but let's review. You, you okay. can tell it again. So we lit, a new CVS went in down the road. Long story short, we weren't going to go there ever because we were feeling Walgreens, you know, kind of Walgreens. Um, loyalty. I don't know. Loyalty, yes. And we don't like the carpet in CVS. And, and I don't care for the way it's laid out, like, Everything's diagonal, which I find a little bit obnoxious as well, but whatever. One day, it is a little closer to our house, so one day we wandered in there, and John fell into a CVS Extra Bucks situation where he learned how to kind of game their system, which everyone who pays any attention can. You have to be kind of brand nonspecific. Like, you can't worry okay. too much about only using a certain kind of deodorant because what you do is there might be a day where – you can get a coupon and then you have like the app and you can combine offers. So maybe there's a certain amount of money off speed stick. Okay. And if you get, if you spend a certain amount of money on speed stick or you get say five speed sticks or whatever, you also get something called extra bucks, which is basically just cash to use on your next mm -hmm. trip back. So you can finagle it. So you make money. You can walk in <laughs> and buy $30 worth of stuff and come out with $35 worth of extra bucks. And John's done this before. So um, we don't have a Costco or a Sam's Club close enough to us to make it worth it to me to do that. But we will do for things like toiletries. Mm -hmm. um, I'm getting like all my skincare products there now because he'll watch really carefully. He'll yeah. watch all the um, all the ads. And as soon, when there's a chance, and I know that we're going to get a certain kickback on paper towels or whatever it is, as long as we don't worry too. And that's hard because there are a few things I'm pretty brand specific about. Mm -hmm. Like I really like Viva paper towels. I'd prefer to only ever use Viva paper towels. But – 
there have been a few times where the the extra bucks deal right. has been significant. Um, with skincare and stuff, I find it doesn't really matter because if you just wait long enough, it comes back around to your brand. Right. So, right. you know, whether you use Neutrogena or Aveeno or whatever, drugstore brand, give it right. some time and that brand, right. that brand will circle back around and you'll be right. able to get a deal. Um, but anyway, that's kind of how we handled those basics. Right. I do think that if we continue with John doing the majority <laughs> of the grocery shopping, what I might want to do is maybe insert myself in there like once a month and handle things like bread security <laughs> or maybe I just need to be checking it, you know, every couple of days. Right. Cause I, one thing I'm, I'm really good about is knowing like the price of bread. Like I always mm-hmm. know what you should pay for a brand mm-hmm. of like, if it's aunt Millie's, I know what you should yep. pay for the whole wheat versus, yep. you know, yep. the other brands. Um, and maybe he's just not versed enough yeah. in that yeah. yet. So well, it just, all... it takes time. Like we were talking it about to time. have that kind of like mental, you know, price checker at yeah. your disposal. Um, I mentioned curious. waste earlier. Oh, sorry. I was just joking. No, 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 you ahead. mentioned waste. Ahead. And I wanted to ask you if you've ever, if you've ever used like a, a, de- a grocery delivery service. I have because not. Have we you? did use that when we lived in Chicago. We lit, used Peapods. Um, mm-hmm. It was a very busy year for us and the grocery store wasn't really convenient. And I didn't like the one that was close to our house. And it felt kind of ridiculously luxurious to order right. groceries and have them sent to the house. But it really made it so easy for me to meal plan because I would just yeah. sit there and pick stuff out. And then mm-hmm. I click away real quick to the other browser tab and, and look at my recipe and make sure I had everything. And I never overbought. When I was buying right. from Peapod, it was always like right on the dot. Every, just exactly enough of what I needed of everything. So I probably spent more than I would have spent had I been buying those same items at the grocery store. But I didn't spend more overall, which I think is interesting. Right. right. That is really interesting. And I know like... It would be great at time, like new moms, um, yes. or if you're like in a winter situation, if you have a winter, yeah, we were in a situation. winter situation. Oh, also we had street parking. Yeah. So exactly. I would have to lug groceries down the street, which is terrible. So I just kind of eat. That was how I eased into city living. One of the ways. And I loved it. I think that's really smart. And, um, so I know now, so Amazon has a version of that, don't they? And then there's one that my sister, my hip millennial sister, was talking about um, that will deliver groceries. I think that one's from Whole Foods, but it's a different company that will deliver it. I'd love to hear from our listeners if you're listening to this and you live in an urban area or you use grocery delivery. Um, just comment on the show notes for this because yeah. I'd love to. Maybe we can then like link up those. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I do think. And I don't know that the Amazon one is available. It kind of might be one of those things like you have to live near a distribution center. Right, right. For that to work. I don't know. I'll look I just don't know enough either. Let's talk about Amazon though. That's one of the places I was going to go next because I have mixed feelings about saving money ordering from Amazon. You and I are both devoted Prime members and I am, I, I get my use out of Amazon Prime. So I'm not knocking Amazon Prime, but I do think there's a slippery slope in getting addicted to the two day convenience when it comes to saving money Mm -hmm. on household supplies. Um, I feel like, like things, I know I've looked at the price of some of my drugstore items. Like you were talking about skincare, shampoo, deodorant, they're always way more expensive at Amazon. Even if you do the Amazon pantry or the add-on item, there's still, the price is not right. It's like too much. Um, and then there's other things that are just big and bulky. And it just, for some reason in my head, it doesn't make sense to have them To have a delivery, even if it's Like great. a big yeah. thing of 
laundry detergent. So I don't know. I'm curious how you use, I feel like where I do make good use of prime is for birthday gifts and, um, toys and books, things that I don't want the kids to see. Right. Like I don't want to have Violet with me, um, and be picking out something for a future kid's birthday or whatever. Um, so I use it a lot for that and certain other things that we need, but I'm not a huge fan when it comes to like consume, like those kinds of consumables, consumables. but I might be alone. I, well, I have not, Frankly, for me, and like you, I have not found the prices on Amazon to to justify that kind of shopping, like paper goods and stuff. Right. I just, you know, or like uh, cleaning supplies. Um, I just, it to me, it's not worth it to do that that way. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, even if I wasn't sort of iffy on the whole, like why am I having detergent shipped across right. several states? Um, I just feel like to me, those things are pretty easy to buy. I actually sort of enjoy shopping for those things. Like I, to me, there's sort of a, a tactile yeah. sense of going to the store and picking out the kind of cleaning products I want to mm-hmm. use or the skin, even if it, I know the brand or the, the formula I'm going to buy, I kind of enjoy shopping for that stuff. Um, I don't think I'd enjoy it as much and I've just never gotten the habit. So we use Amazon for technology purchases a lot. Yeah. So if it's like. Yeah. You know, John, you know, he's an IT guy. He buys a lot of little things like hard drives and crap. Mm -hmm. And the kids need things like earbuds. And I find that kind of stuff, it's worth it because it's, you can get anything. You don't have to go to Best Buy, which I do not enjoy. No. So it's really quick and easy just to jump on there. Sometimes like really random stuff. Like one day the kids were just begging me for Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. And and they had had them at one point, you know, 8 million Pokemon cards and they'd all gotten lost. And so... Um, I was like, Hey, you got any, you know, got any cash? And so they coughed up like 10 bucks and I ordered them a little tin of um, yeah. Pokemon cards. It was just something kind of silly. I think for toys, I think for toys and gifts and books for kids, yes. it's, it's great. I think the prices are great. I love to be able to see everything that's yeah. on there. We talked about in our finding kids media that isn't terrible that episode. Yeah. Um, it's a great way to find new books, I think for kids, um, or to try out, you know, cause you can order a paperback for like three bucks. It's not, it's not expensive. And that kind of browsing is way easier for my brain on the screen. Whereas you were saying yeah. like some, sometimes you want the tactile experience, but I, yeah, I agree. Electronics, books, toys, it's really helpful for me to see it on the screen and not be in an aisle with my children while I'm buying Absolutely. it. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them. 
which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Kaya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Kaya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. And I have a hard time like judging sizes of things when it's uh-huh. depicted on a screen. So if I was looking, say, at like a like a cleaning supply or a laundry detergent, I wouldn't really be able to gauge by looking right. at it what that equaled. Like where would right. that fit on my shelf? Like is it right. as much as I think it is? I don't know. That stuff for me, I just, I'm happy just to go to CVS or let John now work his magic at CVS or, yeah. We should um, confess the fact that sometimes I'm logged into your Amazon account. This is really funny, actually, which we do for work because sometimes we have affiliate programs or affiliate links went back in the blogging days and whatever. Um, So I am sometimes logged in under you, not in your actual Amazon, but the the affiliate program is like a different site, but then it will keep me logged in if I go back to regular Amazon. I have had, I have never to this day, I'm probably going to jinx it. I have never actually clicked order and sent something to your house, but multiple times I've had a (laughs) cart full. Like one time it was like boys Pokemon underwear, like size 14 that showed up at your house or like books, like random stuff. And then like at the last minute I realized it says like, hi, Megan in the corner. And I'm like, (laughs) well, and luckily I haven't had anything embarrassing just sitting in my shopping cart, you know, waiting. And then you go in there like, what? What is this? What? So, yeah. yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. No, big fan of Amazon. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was curious how you looked at it from these kinds of like household items. I haven't, Just haven't used never it really too- occurred to me. And, and I know there's people who use the thing where like, it'll remind you when you're low on something. And yeah. I don't know that yeah. that kind of level of convenience. I've never felt like I really need in my life. I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like they keep wanting to come out with the smart fridges that tell you when you're low on milk. And I kind right. of feel like, but I opened my fridge yeah. And I use milk all the time. So wouldn't I just see it and yeah. know? I mean, maybe it's the kind of thing that once you get used to it, then you can't live without it. But sometimes right. I think, I don't know that I want to become that reliant yeah. <laughs> on ordering things. Since or... we're talking, talking about saving money, I think it's always good to be wary of what the cost of convenience is. Sometimes yes. it is a true money saver if it saves you enough time to be worth it. The Peapod grocery delivery is a great example. But I think it's worth looking at the tangible and intangible ratios there of what is the two-day free shipping convenience really getting you. And I think in some cases, it's not enough cost savings. I can always, I can almost always plan a trip to go get that item in the two days I would wait for it on Amazon and somewhere that makes more sense to shop. I want to throw out another topic, which is Target. Um, And while I love the high that I get walking into Target and all the shiny objects that I see, I think I save a lot of money because I do not go to Target very often. And I have like three Targets in very close proximity. And I just don't do it because almost all these other stores we've talked about between Costco, the normal grocery store, Amazon, um, 
I very rarely need to go to Target. And I think you use Target differently because you don't have malls, so more for clothes or like that yeah. kind of stuff. But um, I, it's just hard not to spend money when you go to Target. And so I, the, the way I get around that is I don't go very often. I don't know. What's your feeling? Yeah, no, that, that kind of came out of me for me that, that was like the tipping point as well, where I just decided it wasn't worth it to shop with kids anymore. Um, right. which by definition sort of made us not go to Target for a long time. Right. And right. I've recently started going there a little more often just because, you know, maybe I'll, have something I, I want to buy some clothes for and I'll just run and get it all at once. But I'm very clear now when I go in, I have a real clear focus generally speaking. And I'm only yeah. going to hit cause I'm not shopping for fun there anymore. And I, I think especially right. when my kids were little, um, the bigger kids were little and I was bored or lonely. I just needed something fun to mm -hmm. do. Like that felt like it was for me. I would kind of rely on that, on that crutch a lot of just kind of going and wandering through and stopping in the home goods sections and yeah. looking at the cleaners and like going around the little, the cute little kid furnishing section that they have. And I would, without fail, come up with lists of so many things I thought I, that I wanted that I yeah. didn't know I needed or until I walked in the door. Yeah. And uh, now it's kind of like, I'll be like, I need a pair of shorts. So I go there and I maybe, maybe I end up buying a pair of shorts and a top, but right. I don't then wander over and buy a carpet. Right. Um, right. I just, some of it is I'm not on like Pinterest and stuff as much anymore. Yeah. And I just think getting busier in my life and and having things that I'm doing outside of thinking about what my house looks like has kind of helped me to kind of get over feeling like I need to do a lot of that kind of shopping. Or right. maybe I bought it all 10 years ago and now I just don't need anything. I don't know. I, I'm not yeah. knocking because I, I do think shopping for textiles and stuff can be really fun and I really enjoy it. But I've just been out of that mode for a while. So when I do go to Target, I don't drop $350 anymore because right. I'm not buying you know, new throw pillows well, and every I time. Think that's, yeah. And I think that's exactly, you've hit on the exact sort of money's danger of places like that is that we, we like put them in the category of like a convenient store to get things like dog food and mascara. And then we go yes. and we're seduced by the eye candy. By the way, I have to say Target is killing it in the home design right now. It's so oh cute. Every time I go, so I just kind of skirt it. I don't go down that I middle know. aisle. So I just kind of walk around the outside. Like, mine is almost set up like a showroom now instead of aisles. Oh, like no, home... ours isn't really like that yet. I mean, it's not real. It's not really a showroom, but you can tell they're trying to emulate more of like a department store type yes. feel because they have lamps and doodads like on little tables, like actually almost like a mini showroom. And it's they, they're design. They're killing it. It's so cute. But the where that's... what they'll do that in our outdoor furniture and seasonal Okay. Um, section kind of like that. Like the, it's a really like a showroom and I have to stay out Yeah. because I'll decide I need to like a, you know, a gazebo for my yard. And like, I mean, I've done that before and I went to target for no good and I came that. home with a gazebo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, exactly. But you know, they get you, they, it's like, Oh look, you've got the whole patio set and the umbrella and you can get this little like cool, cute little lamp that goes with it. And I think over the years I've just realized like, once I get to a certain level of furnishing in my house, besides mm -hmm. swapping stuff out every now and then or adding art or things I really care about, um, it's not really going to make my house that much more homey. It's not, no one cares. And it could make you over. feel crappy, honestly. Yeah. Like that, like kind of having that kind of like retail therapy uh, crash after the high yes. of seeing all the cute stuff is like the stuff you can't have. I mean, it is, I don't know. It, yeah. It's a slippery slope. I'm not slip. judging it. It's just not a place I am. I am personally yeah. right now. So. Yeah. So I guess yeah. the message there is if you go to Target less 
and stay more focused, you can still, I enjoy it now when I go to Target, but I, it is not, when I think of I'm out of this X, Y, and Z and I need to pick up a few things, I do not go don't to Target. Go to, me either. I don't yeah. go there for cleaning supplies. I do not go there for makeup because all the same stuff I could get at CVS anyway, right. and at least in CVS or Walgreens or wherever, I'm not going to walk out. You know, I can only spend so much. Well, I'm not going to buy a gazebo, but there's only so much money I can even spend in a store like that. So it's just not going to suck me in the same way as, you know, when you wander down, like to get to the makeup aisle at my Target, I have to go past all the candles. Right, right. Well, they have a great candle section and I like candles. So I'll find myself just wandering through. And honestly, I'd rather sometimes buy that stuff at like the cute little stores in my downtown and support Mm -hmm. them. And right. You know, so. Yeah, the more you force yourself to not go to Target, the more that you do kind of everything you would have gotten, you can get up somewhere else. I don't know. Yes, this is turning absolutely. into Target bashing. We love it's our Target. It's not. I love Target. I love it too yeah. much. I love it more than it's good for me. So, um, I want to say <laughs> that you brought it up because of the CVS thing, and I mentioned this in our hol- one of our holiday episodes. But if you're ki- if you're at the stage where your kids are with you a lot and you're having trouble getting out of the toy aisles, and that's another Target problem. Um, my kids bought Christmas presents for each other and I took them to Walgreens. So if you listened, this is a repeat story, but it was so great because there's a little toys and, and activities and art supplies aisle. And it's so, everything is cheaper and it's so, um, much smaller. It's such a limited amount of choices. So if it's, um, if you're picking out birthday gifts for a friend or you're doing that kind of where you do need to be buying toys or gifts, try like a CVS or a Walgreens because yeah. for the most part, they, now there could be some price, um, inflation on some of those things, but they have like, you know, small Lego sets or a little yeah, baby but you doll can always or, get something for like nine ninety nine or less. I mean, there's exactly. plenty of and choices. It, and it was such a better experience for my kid than the overwhelm. Yeah. It's like we get overwhelmed in Target. Um, and so and then you can wander really two fun. aisles, you go wander two yeah. aisles away and you get a gift bag and a card yeah. and you're out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was like a shrunken, a shrunken target experience with also shrunken meltdown potential. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, <sighs> well, yeah, I think we covered all of the ground. Did we solve it all? Did we solve it all? We, I think, yeah. I feel like we solved nothing today. This was just it's, us talking about shopping, which is fun. So it is but fun. we'd like to okay, hear from you guys cause I'm I, sure everyone yes. has very different experiences. Very different. And money saving tips are always good. Um, I will ask one more, like maybe we have a tip out of this question, which is, do you guys have a number on a grocery budget or a household, or are you just keeping an eye on the bigger picture and keeping things in check? I know you've gone through different phases where you've used the cash. Yeah. When I was in charge of it, it was different. Um, (laughs) I was a little, I was just more, I was more consistently in it. So, and I was just on a better routine. So it was way easier to stay on a budget. I think, I think we're probably still spending around the same amount, but it's not, we're not tracking it as closely anymore. And we probably right. need to get back to that. Um, I also think sometimes there's certain, there's certain seasons when we spend more and yes. I'm realizing too, that it was, especially if you live in a place that where, uh, certain things are, you know, only in season part of the year, like around here, anything fresh, right. then your grocery spendings are going to be so different from, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's a little misleading to try to have a monthly set budget because that, right. it changes so much throughout the year. So that it's, right. it's, in, it's in, it's being tweaked. Yeah. It's well, and I think I don't, I don't either have a set number, but because I am the one to do the weekly grocery shopping, I just know what the total is at the Trader Joe's checkout. And if it's way up or way down, I'll notice, you know what I mean? So you have that yeah. kind of 
internal. Um, and then, yeah, Brian is a financial planner by profession. So on a more like yearly or twice a year basis, we can kind of look at things and notice, you know, where, where we need to tweak. But um, I think, sure so, I think as my kids are getting older, where it's starting to, where I'm starting to kind of lose that thread a little bit is giving them 10 bucks here and there. Yeah. They, so they can walk to the store and get themselves yeah. something fun or like, you know, ordering pizza, stuff like that tends yeah. to be happening more. And so I, I don't think we're spending any more on groceries, but I wouldn't be surprised if we're spending more on food overall. Um, and it's out. just becoming harder to track. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm losing control. <laughs> losing a little control of the You've family. lost it. I've lost it completely. <laughs> yeah. sh- but, you know, um, I'm not going to get have- it back, so might as well just no, lose to it. that ship has sailed. Well, we, yeah, we would love to hear from listeners. You can um, email us hello at themomhour.com or when we post this episode, when it goes live, you can leave a comment um, on the show notes or find us on social media. I would love for a little bump in our social followers this summer um, for a lot of reasons, but it does help us spread the word about the show. It also just kind of elevates our presence in the podcasting community and shows that we're legit. So even if you're not a huge user of social media, if you took 10 seconds to go like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, uh, it means something to us. It really does. And it helps overall. It helps the show in the long term. Yes. So thank just you so throw much out everyone that. who's already doing yes. that. And yes. Please, please and those who are using those and interacting with us, we have a lot of fun interacting with you on those platforms. So yeah, we uh, do. yes. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody. All of this will be at the episode 54, and we will be back next week. See you then. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment, and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mama or listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com.